Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our scripture reading this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 11 to 18. This is the story of Mary Magdalene seeing the risen Lord. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. Our scripture this morning, our message this morning is seeing Christ. And this is the account, as I mentioned, of Mary. And what a wonderful scripture it is for this Easter morning. And there are so many things that we could say about it. But this morning I really want to focus on Mary and her encounter with Christ. It had been a long morning already for her. She was up early, before dawn. Her and a few of the other women, as we read the uh, different gospel accounts and we combine them together, her and a few other women were on their way to the the tomb to finish the burial process by the ceremonies, the rituals, by placing, by anointing the body with spices. See, Mary was determined to give her Lord a proper burial because she loved him. Sure, Joseph of Marathia did what he could by wrapping the body and placing it in the tomb and, and doing what he could do, but he didn't love and he didn't know Christ the way Mary did. So Mary and the other women make their way along the dark trail. It's before dawn, before sunrise. And along the way, they were discussing how they're going to get into the tomb. The last thing they saw the night before was a large stone being rolled in front of the tomb. And Pilate placed guards there, protecting it. How were they going to get inside? That's all they could think about. What are we going to do? How are we going to get in? But when they get there, Their concerns about the stone are irrelevant because the stone was already moved and the guards were gone. 
but so was Jesus' body. Mary was devastated. She runs off and she tells Peter and John about the situation. And the three of them run back to the tomb. John and Peter, of course, ran faster. John got there first, but paused outside the tomb. Peter was a little slower. But when he got there, he ran right by John and went into the tomb. By the time Mary arrives, Peter and John had already investigated the situation and they returned to town. According to Scripture, nothing is said to Mary. Peter and John say nothing to Mary. Maybe they went a different way. Maybe they didn't pass her. I don't know. But nothing is said to Mary. So Mary arrives at the tomb where our reading picks up here from from John. And she's there all alone. She's filled with grief. She's filled with sorrow. Her stomach is in knots. No doubt you've had this feeling. And her eyes are filled with tears. And she peers into the tomb once again. And she sees two angels there where Jesus' body had been laid the day before. Of course, she didn't realize they were angels. And they asked her why she was crying. See, the angels didn't understand why she was crying. They knew that Christ was risen. So they must have thought it was strange. They must have assumed that Mary knew too. So they thought it was strange that she was there crying. But Mary responds to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. But the scripture doesn't say who she thought these men were. She knew they weren't angels, or she didn't know they were angels. She thought maybe they she thought they were caretakers of the cemetery or other gardeners or something. But not angels. That never crossed her mind. Before the angels can respond to Mary, though, a man appears behind her and asks her the same question. Woman, why are you crying? Who are you looking for? Mary thinks it's the gardener. Scripture does tell us that. So she responds, if you took my Lord's body, please tell me so I can go and get it. But this man is not the gardener. Rather, it is Jesus. The reason for Mary's failure to recognize Jesus is unclear. It could be the fact that she was just crying so much, she couldn't see clearly. Sometimes that happens. You're just filled with grief, you're filled with sorrow, filled with tears that you just can't see clearly. Or maybe she remembered what his body looked like the night before. It would have been bruised, beaten, bloody. And that image was no doubt ingrained in her head. So when she sees the glorious resurrected Christ, she failed to recognize him because he looked so much different. Or maybe the simple answer is she didn't recognize Christ because God prevented her 
much like he did with the disciples on the road to Emmaus. But for whatever the reason, she did not recognize Jesus. But then something happens. Jesus calls out her name. Now, I don't know how he said it. Maybe he said it in a nice, soft, gentle tone, as in Mary. Or maybe he said it in a tone like, Mary, it's me. I don't know. But whatever the reason for her failure to to recognize him before the moment he spoke her voice, she knew who it was. There was just something about the way he said her name. In John chapter 10, verses 27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. What a true illustration we have here of that. Mary is looking at the risen Lord Jesus Christ and does not recognize her, recognize him. But when he calls out her name, immediately she knows. And no doubt immediately as she recognized the Lord, she lunges forward and hugs him and holds him. She clings to him for dear life because that is exactly what he is to her. And not just to her, but to all that will come to him. My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. Verse 28 of John 10 continues, And I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. But Jesus sends Mary away, saying, You cannot cling to me now, but go and tell my brothers about what you have seen and what I have said. And this is significant. Most people kind of miss this. Throughout Christ's teaching and throughout his ministry, he referred to his followers as slaves, bondservants, sometimes even as friends. But now, he calls us brothers. My Father and your Father. My God and your God. We are sons of God. We are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. After Jesus says these things to Mary, he sends her on her way. Mary went out, found the disciples, and announced everything that he said. She says, I have seen the Lord. What a thrilling What a mountaintop, wonderful experience this must have been for Mary. But in order to get there, she had to be as low as she could be. Mary's experience is not that much different from our own when you think about it. At times we're down and out. We're filled with sorrow, filled with tears, filled with grief. But then Jesus appears to us. Like Mary, we can't see him. But then he calls to us. He calls out our name. He sends us what we need. He sends us on our way with that same commission that he gave Mary. 
the same commission that he gave to all of his disciples. And that is to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel. There are still people out there who have not heard the word of God. There are people out there who do not know that he has risen from the dead. That he has conquered death for us. That was Mary's experience. She saw Jesus. And this Easter, this Resurrection Sunday morning, let us not forget that encounter that Mary had. She loved Jesus. She obeyed Jesus. We should do the same today as well. Christ has risen indeed. Now, tell others. Let's close with a prayer this morning. Lord Jesus, be as real and present to us as you were to Mary. Open our eyes so that we may see your hand at work in our lives and open our hearts to receive the love that you pour out on us. Give us the wisdom, the strength, and the courage to proclaim the gospel message to all that we meet. By the precious blood of Christ that we are saved. Amen.